0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts, me, it's Ariel, and... Me, Raylene. I'm a bit of a mess today. Raylene (laughs) is really bearing with me, and I'm very grateful. (laughs) I will admit that I was in the midst of a Animal Crossing haze, had no idea what was going on around me, and asked my boyfriend, what time is it? And he was like, 5.33. And I was like, well, I'm late. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go. (laughs) So uh, here we are for another episode. Really glad to be here, though. We always love film uh, recording these. I was gonna say filming them. I guess we're kind of filming. What does what does to film even mean? That's true. Um, <laughs> but before we do, Raylene has an email. Raylene is our email queen, Thank and you. um. Yeah, she sometimes finds these crazy emails that we need to read out <laughs> because they're important notes that we've learned. Yeah, it's, so, it's, what do you have this it's week? It's basically
1: really? book news, but from somebody yeah. else. I kind of like that. Yeah. So last week I talked about the graphic novel Heads by Rainbow Rowell, and I was kind of a little bit ragging on the pumpkin patch being so crazy and unrealistic. However, we got emails from Alicia and Nicole who told us that Heads is based on a real place.
0: Um, so we're not wrong. necessarily.
1: I mean, I think. Someone said there was a note in the back of the book that Rainbow Rowell said it wasn't specifically based on any one place, but both of them referenced this specific pumpkin patch that it's very similar to, so I believe that Mm. it is based on that place. And it's called Vala's Pumpkin Patch, and it's in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, So apparently it's exactly like the pumpkin patch from the book it's open like all of september until november or until october and wait november is after october you know what anyway (laughs) (laughs) it's open for a long time and i actually looked at their website right, right before we started recording and they have like uh, special Thanksgiving pies that you can reserve in advance and they have a specific day that everybody comes in to pick up their Thanksgiving pies the day before Thanksgiving as you would imagine um, but <laughs> it just it seems like a nice place and I really want to go there now <laughs> knowing that it's that's real really cool. makes it feel more <laughs> real <laughs> that's really really yeah. cool
0: though I really like that yeah um well we were wrong and uh, we are adult enough to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Correction so order. we done goofed a little bit, but that's okay. It's not the end of the world. Um. Well, now it's time for us to jump in. But thank you so much to anyone who emails us with uh, corrections or... I-, I guess we haven't really gotten any corrections. We've gotten just like... Good extra information. Yeah, you know what I like, mean. Like, tell us how to sort pronounce like,
1: Maria kondo <laughs> And like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we
0: just need you yeah, to tell us. Yeah, we've gotten like more on. angles, more opinions, more perspectives. Exactly. Um. Yes. Well, Raylene, I would love to hear from you.
1: What are you currently reading? So I'm currently reading a book that I recently picked up. I was at Walmart getting some groceries and just could not resist looking at the books because classic. This is a dark time. I don't get to go to bookstores and so i got my book from walmart and um that one is <laughs> dark days however 40 percent off can't argue with that walmart has yeah, great you book really prices can't. um so the book i picked up is my dark vanessa by kate elizabeth russell i'm sure you've seen this on goodreads Maybe? (laughs) Yes? No? Maybe?
0: I'm I'm sure you've seen this on Goodreads. Well, I actually did see it on Goodreads. I saw on Goodreads that you were reading this, (gasps) and I was really excited about it because I was just, I just heard two other people talk about this book and I was really intrigued and I was like whoa this sounds really cool I think our friend Iris mentioned it in Mm -hmm. something and then um my friend Kaylee Hyde was talking about it and I was like whoa everyone's reading this book maybe I should I should look into it and then I went on Goodreads and you were currently reading it and I was like (laughs) okay this book is following me um that's fine (laughs) yeah I'm actually really excited that you're reading it just because it feels like everything with this book just happened all at
1: once yeah like i remember seeing a bunch of people mark it as to read like a couple of months ago and i was just like hmm, i wonder what that is not really interested and then i eventually actually looked it up and i was like oh my god this book sounds so interesting i put sounds it on hold stressful. at the library yeah it is stressful it's very stressful so i was happy to find it at walmart and i just decided to start reading it pretty much right away so this book is about a 15 year old girl and she basically starts having a relationship with her 42 year old teacher I hate it. Go on. It's And this book, okay, so it basically that takes place in the year 2000 is when the part when she's 15 takes place. But it skips back and forth between then and 2017. And Mm. so it's a time when a lot of sexual predators are being outed in the media and, you know, all that kind of stuff was a big thing. And so there's basically there's another girl who went to the same school as her who has put up like a big Facebook post accusing this per- like same teacher of having abused her. And so the main character is like 32 or whatever at this point, And she's still in touch with the teacher, um, but oh, she is still like kind of protecting him. And like she has like a really weird relationship with him obviously because he was very manipulative back when she was 15. And so she well, has yeah. a very strange relationship with him where she feels like she can't betray him and all this stuff and so she is just like kind of having an internal struggle of like should i do something should i say something because people are kind of writing off this person as like right. maybe she's lying kind of thing and so it's like but the two people coming together could really help and so i'm Ooh. i'm uh, like a third of the way in and it's really good but it's so stressful it's yeah it's just like really hard to read because of Mm -hmm. the content because it is quite graphic um in what you know is going on with their relationship and stuff and it's just like Mm. oh my god (laughs) so it's a really stressful read but I think a really important read and I hope that the ending is good but based on all the five star reviews I'm sure it will be um so we'll see I'm stressed out but I can't stop reading it at the same time it's one of those one of those books so
0: that's really interesting i'm gonna definitely wait until you finish it to see if i want to pick it up yeah just because if it's not worth it i don't want to put myself through that horrible stress <laughs> totally
1: and i'm already um, at this point where i'm like the next book i read has to be the happiest book of all time <laughs> and i don't know what that book is so if someone can give me a recommendation please i need something happy after this
0: yeah i mean seriously that's so stressful yeah i don't know i I was just thinking about um or not thinking about well like I watched uh Bombshell. Have you seen Bombshell? Oh I
1: haven't seen that yet, no. Okay, well I don't think it's that good.
0: <laughs> like oh. I just <laughs> I, I thought that the actresses did a really good job in it, but I just mm-hmm. didn't feel like the story altogether was that exciting okay. or like I don't know. I just it didn't feel like a great narrative. Mm-hmm. however in that story it is very much like nicole kidman's character comes out and says that she was sexually harassed and assaulted at work mm-hmm. and that because of that she was like denied a lot of career opportunities and et cetera, et cetera. and so she basically is like she's fired so then she decides to do this and like complain and file like a like actual legal charges Mm -hmm. and then she says to her lawyers they're like this is a really stressful thing you're going against a really like big person Mm -hmm. and you probably will lose on your own and she's like don't worry i know there are other women that will come forward and they're like okay well if you're sure other people will come forward then let's go ahead with it and of course nobody does yeah even though there's all these other women and so the story is kind of about the other women being like should i come forward should i not was what happened to me count like in Mm -hmm. heavy um brackets or or quotation marks like does it count is it enough is it bad enough was there actually anything wrong was it my fault was it all of these really interesting questions it was a really difficult film to watch because it was i don't know it's just Oh, it's so horrible. <laughs> it's just so mm-hmm. horrible to watch people go through that. Um but I did find it really powerful in that same kind of way yeah. where it's sort of like it is an important thing and it made me feel braver and feel like proud of all of those women who did come forward. So
1: oh, That's a, that's a tough one really. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you currently reading? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <true. laughs> um
0: currently reading a book called next year for sure. So I don't know why I'm currently reading this <laughs> book because there's no reason for me to read it. Um, it's by Zoe lay Peterson. And actually something I didn't know about it is that it's set um, around Vancouver. So like, I think that the main characters live yeah. in Vancouver, but they also That's just cool. went on a, va- on a camping trip, I think to the Island and stuff. Did you hear what I said? Just casually the island.
1: The island. Like, You're from BC now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so cool. Um, it came out on 27 27- in 2017. Um, oh, and I see here I'm looking it up online because I forgot to bring my physical copy. It says that it was long listed for the Scotiabank Giller Prize. Hmm, so that's cool. Um, okay. So this is a book. I, t- I mentioned this in our Animal Crossing episode, but this is a book <laughs> that... I picked up completely randomly. Have not heard of it. Don't know anyone else who's read it. Haven't heard of the author. Don't know anything about it. But Mm -hmm. I liked the cover and it was on a really... It was like on a a discount table. That's how they get you. And um, (laughs) basically, it just... I had a very similar experience to the experience I had when I picked up All We Shall Know by Donal Ryan. I don't I don't know if you remember my origin story with that, but like I picked it up and yes. I started to read it and I was so <laughs> engrossed in how stressful the story was yeah. that I was like I have to keep reading. So I did that with this book and um I picked it up and I started reading and basically it's about this couple who's been together 9 years. So it's not like a new relationship, it's like mm-hmm. a long-term relationship um catherine and chris and they have not like an open relationship as in like they sleep with other people but open as in they do talk about when they have crushes on other people and like stuff like that like they're quite an open couple and it happens however though that the guy chris is like kind of falling in love with this other woman (laughs) emily And he wants to, he, he keeps thinking about her and keeps talking to her and he doesn't want to break up with Catherine because he knows that like Catherine's his life partner, but he also can't stop thinking about Emily, but he brings it up with Catherine, his partner, because, um, I don't know, just because they're that kind of couple, they're very open. But what happens is that Catherine says, well, maybe you should go for it. Like maybe you should (laughs) go on a date. Yeah. And, um, that's kind of where I've gotten to in the book. They just like went on this date and now they're thinking about it and stuff and, it is, and, like, I think that on the on the back of the book or the blurb or whatever it says it really well, like, as Catherine and Chris stumble into polyamory.
1: <laughs> they don't like, know what they're doing.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, it just, I don't know what's going to happen, um, but I'm finding it very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, yeah. very stressful in a much different way than Bombshell or My Dark Vanessa mm. or whatever. um. But stressful and kind of like, this is not the way that I do relationships. I've always been in monogamous (laughs) couples. And so the idea of someone being like, I love someone else, I would be like, you've hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) You've you've hurt me deeply. Mm -hmm. But also, like, I don't know. I am also finding it very interesting because... I have only ever known a couple of polyamorous people, but obviously, I don't just meet someone who's polyamorous and think, okay, great, now I can ask them all my questions. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, They're just people that I know that happen to be polyamorous. But yeah, so I don't really know much about how that could work or how that might manifest in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And obviously, this isn't the book on poly; It's just a perspective. Yeah. But it's interesting to read about a couple in a relationship that's really different than mine because I think that obviously that's how you learn and that's how you... Um, I don't know. We always talk about how... Not you and me, but I mean, I just <laughs> mean, I feel like readers always talk about how books are really good because they show us different perspectives and I wonder how often we really read totally different perspectives than ours you know and this is one situation where I'm like can't relate (laughs) (laughs) so I'm finding it really really interesting to read about it and you know it could inform a lot of my relationship in the future you never know so just finding it fascinating that is very interesting uh, I don't
1: think I've ever read a book about people who are polyamorous
0: yeah it don't doesn't think seem so like a common
1: topic but i would love to read no. one
0: yeah so uh if this one turns out really good i'll let you know yeah. but so far the other great thing about it is that i'm like flying through it i'm like i've only like every time i pick it up i've only like read for a long time because i'm hmm. like enjoying it so That's much awesome. that i don't want to read it just in short spurts yeah so what is the last book that you finished
1: well <laughs> in the past week i i read seven books
0: oh my god And that sounds
1: really impressive until you hear what they are
0: <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> so i read the entirety of the lock and key series Oh, this is gra- my uh, yeah. favorite graphic novel comic series and um my friend and i we started this last year just randomly in november was my birthday and i was yeah. we were hanging out and i was like i would love to reread the book thief because it's my birthday month and she was like oh my god i would also love to do that and so we were like well let's make it a buddy read and she was like okay so in march which is when her birthday is she's like i'll pick something for us to read and she picked lock and key because she also loves lock and key as much as i do so we both reread them this month and it That's was really cool uh, it was yeah so it's like a b- buddy read that only happens twice a year <laughs> love it because it's hard to that. line up those schedules you know people <laughs> it's really hard to do buddy reads people don't talk about that um so I read them and, of course, loved them so much. It really puts the show to shame. I almost feel like mm. I will not watch the second season of the show because the show feels that terrible now after having reread so the sad. the comics. It's just, I don't know. And it's really annoying because the show was written by Joe Hill. But I'm like, why did oh, he do I had that? I have no idea. Yeah. It's devastating. It's at least partially written by him anyway. I just, I don't know why he made it so bad. Because <laughs> they just, they changed and took out and added characters that either were like were in the books that weren't in the show or they changed them in a way that was just like dumb and didn't make it better so yeah. I don't know but I love these comics highly highly recommend them and after I finished those <laughs> I decided to read Holes
0: <laughs> of course you I read Holes
1: by uh Louis a natural Sachar? Next step. Sachar I don't know how to say, I've never known how to say his name
0: I think it's Sakar.
1: that know. sounds probably correct I've always said Sachar and I'm like that sounds bad <laughs> but yeah i don't i just really felt like reading this book i um watched the movie a couple of weeks ago and i was like my god this movie is so good like i knew it was good but i just really really loved the movie holes mm. and i couldn't remember if i had ever read the book i still don't yeah. know if i ever did before this week because i just i don't know but i read it and it was so much fun oh, it was wow. such have you ever
0: read holes similar to you i'm not sure (laughs) like i just don't remember
1: (laughs) i've seen the movie so many times that like i can't remember if i ever read the book as a kid
0: i don't think i've seen the movie
1: oh my god it's so good shia are you kidding me (laughs) i'm a big shia labeouf fan (laughs)
0: Uh, I completely agree with that love. Everyone should be a massive Shia LaBeouf fan. That guy is so cool. No, I have definitely not seen this movie.
1: Oh my god, you have to watch it. It's so good. Well, anyways, for those who don't know the plot of Holes, it's basically about this kid he's like 15 or 16 or whatever his name is stanley yelnats his name is the same forwards as it is backwards and his family is cursed (laughs) 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 there's like a lot of things packed into this tiny little book basically it um it starts out when stanley is caught with a pair of fancy shoes basically that fall onto his head off of an overpass when he's walking home from school one day and then he is holding them and for some reason just starts to run and then the police catch him and they're like you oh, stole no. these shoes so you're, you're going to jail kid like the, <gasps> the way they talk about it is so funny they're like you're arrested i'm like but he's a child but anyway <laughs> he like gets taken and he goes to court and all this stuff and he basically is given the option you go to jail or you can go to camp green lake which is this horrible camp where bad kids go and they just have to dig holes every single day and so each day they have to dig one hole that's five feet deep and five feet all the way around and they just keep doing that until they get to go home and it's like out in the desert really just horrible and the people who run the camp are not good people so this It has a lot of darkness to it, which I am always surprised by because it also flips back to like 120 years before and there's like events that happened back then that all of course connect to the things that are happening to Stanley now. And it's just so unrealistic, but I love it. (laughs) Like it makes no sense at all because it's like how could that person their great 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 grandfather and this other guy's great 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 grandfather they were connected once and now we're also in the same place so there's a lot of that so you kind of have to suspend your disbelief a little bit because it is a kids book but it's so well planned out and well thought out that i just have to give louis the claps nice <laughs> yeah
0: so uh, we've never given anyone the class i know <laughs> that sounded weird play. i don't
1: know <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a big moment <laughs> i'm
1: applauding for louis uh so yeah i really really love this book i know that there's a sequel but i will never read it because it doesn't sound like something i need to read holes is a classic and everyone should it really read it. It
0: really is. that's why i feel like i must have read it because i feel like my teachers must have right me read i feel like every person in the
1: third grade must have read this book
0: yeah that's what which I. which mean, also but is but surprising
1: to me because i feel like it's like if I had kids, I probably wouldn't want them to read this until they were, like, 15.
0: <laughs> that's so interesting. Because it just
1: has some content in there that I'm like, oh, this is a little bit dark for kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little intense yeah. for Timmy, I don't know. A <laughs> little Timmy. <laughs> but yeah, that's everything I read in the past week.
0: That's very productive. Thank you. A whole series and a book. Ah, uh, I know. great. I felt pretty good about it. Well... Uh here I am to uh let everyone down.
1: And uh I didn't read anything. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not finish weather? No. Oh my god. This makes me sad every time. I know. I know, <laughs> man. Me too.
0: I uh what can I say? What can I say? Weird week. Uh in in good news. Ooh. My Animal Crossing town is coming along very well. <laughs> it is why wouldn't it be (laughs) the truth is that right now whenever i have like a a time in which i could be reading i am playing animal crossing and clearly that's not a bad decision but i could be doubling up with audiobooks so that is something i want to start implementing soon very much so like i'm sure that other people playing or you really know like at the beginning of the game there's so much new stuff going on Mm -hmm. every single day that you kind of really have to be paying attention yeah whereas now that i'm playing stuff new stuff is still happening just so everyone knows i haven't time traveled so i haven't skipped ahead thank goodness but i've just been playing (laughs) so goddamn much but um now i'm at a point sort of where not that much new stuff is happening still cool stuff but like just not not that much i'm just spending a lot of time like fishing and trying to make money mm-hmm. so i could really be listening to an audiobook while i do that yeah. so that's for sure a plan and a hope um definitely hoping to do that uh but no i just didn't read that much i read a bit more of weather really am enjoying it
1: started <laughs> why do i start books before <laughs> <I finish? laughs> I don't know. Uh. started next there should be like sure. a lock on your bookshelves until you I finished know. whatever book you're reading you shouldn't be allowed to look at them <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> you're not allowed to touch there's an electric fence around your books you're not allowed to touch I any <laughs> i know i
0: i have a problem um
1: although you know what's kind of funny yesterday i was like what? looking at my bookshelves and i was like oh what book do i feel like reading next and i was like why am i doing this i could be reading the book that i'm currently reading but like i had the same urge to just be like what else what else is do out it. there it's so, like i understand i understand why you do it i just hold myself back because i don't you're stronger than i don't like the feel say. yeah well i don't like the feeling of having so many books on the go that stresses me out i don't like it yeah. so that's why i hold myself back
0: yeah it's a better life <laughs> you know what i haven't been doing this year and honestly guys live on air i'm gonna fix it because it's a it's become a disaster oh my god I have not been using the currently reading shelf <gasps> on Goodreads. I hate that. <laughs> it's really weird because I love the currently reading shelf. I think it's so convenient and helpful. Mm-hmm. But I have kind of been forgetting what I'm reading because I don't, I haven't been putting books there for some reason. So right now I'm going to add weather. you got to do it. Uh, oh God. Wait, I, I mean, I've got to write, <laughs> I've got to add the right edition. I'm not a lunatic. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> She's a sane um, person, I... folks. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Um, well, while I do that, how about we jump into book news? <laughs> All right, Raylene, I'm really excited about my book news. I hear that you are okay about your book news. So let's start with you and we'll build on up. Yeah, mine is very
1: average. It's kind of similar to your book news from last week. So I'm kind of just like building on the way that coronavirus is, imp- is well, hurting I and helping Well, I think that that's people. fascinating. Yeah. yeah, it is fascinating. It's changing the way people buy books. Um, and so the article I've got here is from The Guardian. And oh, cool. this, yeah, so basically in the past couple of weeks... Um, the huge book chain waterstones closed yeah. their stores. And yes. uh, but apparently their online sales have gone up 400 <laughs> percent. Oh wow, which is really cool. Um, and yeah. makes a lot of sense because it's like people still want the books. You know, people still yeah, want books almost, even if they can't write. It's route. almost
0: a disaster because it's like people want books more. Like yes. Because like, people are more bored. More than usual. And <laughs> more than in any other type of crisis that you could think of. Exactly. This is the one where we're all just sitting at home bored out of our minds. Oh, I know. <laughs> and if
1: I was stuck at home, I would be excited because I have hundreds of books on my shelves that I need to read already. I don't need more books. Yeah, but seriously. the other part of this is that um, they're finding that a lot of people are now diving into really long books. So some of their bestsellers have been Hilary Mantel's new book, which apparently is 900 pages long. People have been buying The Goldfinch, The Secret History, Infinite Jest, A Little Life. Because people are at home now, it doesn't feel so hard to read a really long book because it's like, well, I'm just sitting around anyway. Um,
0: That's fascinating. Isn't that
1: interesting? And not only that, people have been picking up more classics more bucket list type books is the way they framed it because people are like i'm it's kind of like the desert island idea where it's like yeah. if you're stuck on a desert island we talked about this in one of our <laughs> bonus episodes it's like what kind of books would you want to bring and a bucket list book is a great one or even a huge book something that you would maybe never read otherwise and everyone is basically stranded on their own little desert islands right now oh and my God, so I love that. it's like i'm gonna read moby dick finally or i'm gonna read infinite jest and i'm just like that's so cool and that is really cool. i've been feeling a need to read brave new world recently so i think i might like i'm not yeah i'm not self-isolating because my my job is essential apparently but um i still feel the same urge (laughs) like i want to read a bucket list book and (laughs) yeah it's dystopian so (laughs) that's the perfect time
0: listening i do think that uh raylene's job is pretty essential because she works it's kind of a governmenty type yeah paperwork thing so it it, is i have it makes sense that it hasn't closed yet
1: no and we're not going to close like we've actually been deemed essential all oh, really? lawyers okay, and notaries
0: wow. have to stay open.
1: <laughs> so I gotta get
0: those papers signed. Gotta now. sign those papers. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my whole job is just paper and banks. <laughs> That's really crazy. Yeah. Um, my job is a hundred percent non-essential. <laughs> it is YouTube videos. Um, but actually I've been trying to make a lot more videos than usual. Um, so instead of like having less work, I kind of feel like I have more work. Well, that's good. Just because I know how like bored and lonely people are. And so I just want to, it's like the one little thing I can do, right? Mm -hmm. I can't be a notary, unfortunately. (laughs) uh, Or help. Neither can I. You need a master's degree, so I guess
1: you could kind of.
0: (laughs) But I can make videos to keep people entertained. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that, but I've definitely like noticed, um, i'm not getting any emails anymore oh because everyone's shut down nobody's doing yeah everything is shut down everything is closed no one is hiring people like hiring me to do anything yeah that's true i'm just sort of like (laughs) you have to make
1: your own work (laughs) we'll just wait
0: (laughs) um okay well my first piece of news is that i have completely updated my goodreads currently reading (laughs) shelf as you were talking thank goodness so it now reflects uh the an accurate picture of what I'm currently reading. And that's really nice. It's nice to see that because it makes me
1: want Doesn't to finish it feel them. So good? I can mark them as read Exactly, especially if you have the more books you have on there, the more you want to finish those books. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> that's what I find. Breaking Dawn has been on there for too long. I can't wait to finish it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God, you're right. I haven't added Breaking Dawn. Okay, I'll add Breaking Dawn in a second. <laughs> Stressful.
1: Okay, tell us your book news already.
0: <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. I've forgotten everything I'm reading break
1: wow you're reading so many books i just looked at goodreads you're (laughs) reading so many i forgot about (laughs) frida (laughs) how is that going by the way have you touched it since we last talked about it
0: oh The answer is no, okay if I'm being honest. I tried to think of a funny lie, <laughs> but I I'm just gonna go with the honest truth here. You haven't even oh, I've just gone on Breaking Dawn and it says that I've read it, because I obviously have and my rating is one star. Ooh
1: <laughs> She
0: hates it, folks. Oh god,
1: I just it's so funny.
0: Twi- just teen pregnancy really the wrong <laughs> way. Um as a plot point in a fantasy story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, okay, well, my actual news, I'm so excited to tell you because, I'm uh, guys, I'm just really hyped. I'm also, I'm sure by by the time that this episode comes out, most of you will have heard because I think this is going to be pretty big news. Already. Oh, my God.
1: Pretty big news. I don't think I've but heard. But I'm
0: excited because I don't know if you're going to care or not. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> George Orwell has a
0: new book coming out. <laughs> started with that <laughs> if that was the news yeah uh no the uh, the news is maybe i should read you the tweet oh, okay yeah i'll read you the okay. tweet from rainbow rowell oh my god fangirl <gasps> is getting a manga adaptation <gasps> by at viz media what? writer sam megs and artist at gabinem oh one oh two oh and then it says i think you're really going to love this manga it will be four volumes and viz is really sticking to the original vibe of the books i'm working closely with sam on the script i've written lots of new dialogue and even some new simon and bad stuff
1: (laughs) (laughs) i just got really close to the mic because i'm excited (laughs) That's probably everything cool. you're feeling. Okay, I'm feeling a lot of things because I really love Fangirl back when I read it, but I have yeah. since unhauled it because I'm like it's just not a book that I feel attached to anymore. Mm. But I really want to read that manga,
0: <laughs> right? Because like, and so we don't have any art of the inside yet, oh. but we do have the cover. Oh my god! And it is beautiful. I'm looking it up Full. as we speak. Like it makes me like I'm a hundred percent gonna be reading this. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I guess... Is it because it's a manga? Does that mean it won't be colored?
1: Probably not, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's too bad. It might have a couple
1: of color pages. Most mangas do have, like, a few pages at the beginning that are in full color. So you can have a vibe of what the people look like in color. Okay. But they mostly don't. I don't think I've ever read a manga other than, like, a deluxe edition of some kind. Even then, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of a single one. (laughs) So maybe I'm lying, but... Yeah, Yeah, that's
0: the thing. So I am a little sad that it probably won't be colored because looking at the colors on the cover it looks really beautiful and it's this is the kind of graphic novel i would really love to read
1: oh it's Um, so cute
0: yes isn't it though doesn't it look
1: amazing it looks so good but also like what makes it a manga because it doesn't look like it's being adapted by people in japan (laughs) so why is it manga instead of a graphic novel that's what i want to know Maybe just I the style the, of art,
0: I guess. Yeah, I'm guessing it's the drawing style Which is just cool. gonna be in that manga genre. The
1: cover is beautiful. Um, I would love a full color graphic novel of this now that I'm seeing see, it. That's I totally what agree. I it's beautiful. That's what I I'm definitely gonna buy all of these.
0: <laughs> yeah, so am I. So this is I think that this is really exciting. Um, of all of her books, I think Fangirl is the it makes so much sense as a manga or a graphic mm-hmm. novel series. Like the second I saw this news, I was like that just fits it fits like it makes so much sense i can totally see just us at kath's university yeah. like going through her writing her going to classes her meeting her friends and like her boyfriend and and everything and and obviously there is gonna be some um simon and baz stuff that'll be cool that would make for sense that. yeah that would make sense in a visual totally. way totally so, I just think it's gonna be really, really fun and I am mucho hyped.
1: I'm very excited. When you started saying Fangirl, I thought you were gonna say there was gonna be a sequel to Fangirl and I was like, oh, okay. But this is much more exciting.
0: Yeah, I think this is really cool. And this is kind of
1: not the first like young adult graphic novel adaptation. Like, there's been Speak and The Wrinkle, like A Wrinkle mm. in Time. So, there have been a few others, but it hasn't been like a big thing yet you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. One that came to mind for me was Cinder, I think. Cinder was turned into a graphic novel. Yeah, or Legend
1: or something, yeah. Yeah, there's been a couple, but they haven't really been a big deal, you know? Like, they've come out and then they kind of (laughs) Away.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's how I would feel. Like, they don't do, they don't make that much of an impact. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really interesting. And I think this is kind of different to that, though. Because it's not just a straight adaptation. Oh, exactly. She didn't say, like, this is a straight adaptation. She said, we're working really close to keep the same vibe. Yeah. Right? And she, but she also said that she, they are adding new story and, and stuff. So I think that this is, I think that this could work really, really well. So yeah. I'm pretty excited about it.
1: That's very cool news. I had definitely not heard about
0: that i'm really glad because that was a fun reaction to have live thanks <laughs> um well it's now time to jump into our recommendations uh Raylene, take it away
1: okay so mine comes from marie x Oh, I don't know how to say your name. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Um, and she says, I'm looking for a book that has a really good plot twist. A really shocking one. One so good that even when you know there's a plot twist coming, it'll take you by surprise. Preferably non-YA. P.S. I've already read We Were Liars. So, this is perfect. I love that
0: because that is the, the one to go That with. is the one. <laughs>
1: but I also love that she said non-YA. So, she wants yeah, to I move didn't on that. from that. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should go first. I have a non-YA one.
0: Yeah, well, the book that I picked um, is, in my mind, an Ariel and Reline book. Oh. There are a couple of those. Okay. But this is one of our main books, I think. Mm-hmm. And it is 172 hours on the moon.
1: <gasps> oh, good choice. That is Yay, definitely one of you. our books.
0: <laughs> <laughs> By Johann Harstad. Now, what's so funny about this book? question is that I don't want to say too much because the fun of it is that it is such a big plot twist. Mm -hmm. So I won't go too much into it, but I can really set it up. So basically it is YA, but it doesn't it doesn't like fall into a bunch of the ya tropes that maybe you're trying to avoid i think it's a lot of fun and it's it's worth it for anyone of any age to read it mm-hmm. but yeah so it's about these three teenagers who get this opportunity to go to the moon and they are going to spend i forget how long they're supposed to spend on like the a moon. week i feel like it's yeah, not I that think long yeah yeah, I think they're supposed to go there for a week. So, the way that the book starts is that you hear from their very different perspectives. They're from like all over the world, I think. Mm-hmm and um they all come to like a un- basically space camp and they for a f- i think it's for a few months yeah I think it's like it's uh, kind of like realistic like
1: they take a long time to do all their training and stuff
0: yeah for like two months they do this training camp and they get to know themselves and they like the the other characters and they get to just train and learn and it's really exciting while this is happening you kind of get the vibe that there's something sinister going on but you don't really know and it is kind of just like fun kids go into space book yeah uh but then they go to the moon and it all goes to absolute hell Oh gosh. (laughs) and it is just so much fun and i'm not going to say anything else because the joy of that book i mean there's i do think that okay really this is (laughs) a serious point for me and i have always said this and i really stand by it Uh i don't think that a spoiler should have the power to completely ruin a book totally so yeah, so I think that if a book is good, like genuinely good, you can know the spoiler and it will still like make you gasp and still feel really powerful.
1: And but that that perfectly, my recommendation is exactly that, which I'll get into okay. when it's my turn.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. But yeah, but in that, in knowing that, it's still fun like to read totally. it for the first time without knowing the spoiler. So absolutely with this book it is just a joyride. It is crazy. And you don't know what's coming. And then you think you know what's coming. And then you don't know what's coming again. And I remember Raylene and I read it kind of together. Mm -hmm. And we were like, uh, messaging each other the whole time. And we were like, this is fucking insane. It
1: was one of the like, craziest books I had ever read at that point in my life. Yeah, same. It was just like, every single couple of pages, something crazy would happen and something shocking. And it's like, just horrifying but looks so fun to read
0: (laughs) yeah and it it does really feel like an action space movie like alien or something like you're scared and it's dark and you don't know what's going on and um yeah so I really genuinely haven't read a book that scary since I read that book right that was the scariest book I've ever read
1: I think me too I need to read that one again I always like mean to and then I just don't but that's one that I feel I like could really use a reread. Because I don't really I remember agree. all the details. I remember no, how it means. It's
0: been Yeah, it's been so long that I think if I reread it, I could like have all that crazy stuff Yeah, totally.
1: It's been like 10 years, probably. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. We're old. Uh, so old. <laughs> what book did you pick? What's your plot twist? So the one that I picked is one of my favorite books that I've been wanting to talk about. Just waiting for the right moment. And that's fun. that is Gone Girl by Gillian Flynn. I'm very
0: interested to hear you talk about
1: this yes and
0: i also wanted to add that i did the same thing with 172 hours i've been waiting for the perfect moment to recommend that book because it's one of my favorites and i think it's such a unique book that i wanted to recommend it at the perfect time so i felt like this totally but i'm really excited because that gone girl yeah i haven't seen the movie i haven't read the book but it's this it's like this huge modern classic right now that like everyone talks about but yeah. i have no idea what it's about
1: <laughs> you don't know what it's about oh my god okay no, I have no clue. so before i tell you too much about what it's about i want to just tell you how i was kind of not introduced to this book but basically uh, everyone was talking about it obviously so many people were talking about it people were telling me to read it yet somehow i managed to never know anything about it similarly to you but yeah. then when i i think right before i started reading this or while i was reading it i was scrolling through tumblr one day I don't know why I used to do that. I haven't looked at Tumblr since, probably. I was scrolling through (laughs) Tumblr and saw a GIF from the movie that spoiled the plot (gasps) twist.
0: No! Yes.
1: So I knew what the plot twist was before I started reading this book.
0: That's actually really interesting. So that really
1: proves Exactly. This is why I wanted to share that because I knew the plot twist, but when it came, I was still like... (gasps) (laughs) Oh, I love that. I was still shook up because I didn't know when it was going to happen. Um, And I was really shocked by when it happened. Um, It was really interesting the way she did it. And So yeah, it's just such a good plot twist that and I mean, I actually looked up today, I picked this one as soon as I thought of as soon as I heard the recommendation request, but I looked up a list on Google just to see if there was one that I wasn't thinking of. And this always pops up on plot twist lists, because it's Mm. just it's notorious for its plot twist. So basically, this book is about a married couple, Nick and Amy. And they are kind of at a rocky point in their relationship but they are still kind of trucking along you know pretending everything's okay and they do a scavenger hunt or amy does a scavenger hunt for him every year on their anniversary and kind of mm-hmm. makes him go around town to places that they you know have specific memories for and it's like a really cute little thing and but at the beginning of this book basically he wakes up one morning and amy is gone he goes downstairs the tables flipped over there's glass everywhere there's like blood on the floor like everything is crazy and or there isn't blood on the floor that's something else
0: <laughs> there's
1: there's residue of blood basically it looks like you know she got attacked she right. or like she got taken out of the house somehow and like the front door is wide open all this stuff and it's just like where did she go what happened to her and then the police start investigating obviously and he has no idea what's going on like he didn't do anything you know it's the whole thing he's completely innocent he has no idea what's going on but the police are going after him because all of the evidence is kind of pointing towards him that he did something and right. so it's very stressful because as a reader obviously you don't know whether or not he actually did something you don't know if he's responsible but he's very convincing he's like i have no idea where she is i miss my wife Um, but like I said, they're kind of at a rocky point in their relationship. And so there's lots of evidence that shows that they weren't getting along and all this stuff. And Mm. so it it all adds up to the husband did it. And so that's the basic plot of the book. And I don't want to tell you anything else because the whole joy of it is, is the twist and where it goes from there. But it's just so suspenseful and like well-written and it has bits from Amy's diary kind of thrown in so you kind of get to see glimpses into her perspective of things even though she's like gone like she's not a character in the book it's just all about following nick basically but it goes back and forth between um different times as well so you kind of get to see when they met and all this stuff so it all together weaves a really really interesting and dark twisted story and i love it so much the movie is also so good so if you ever just want to experience the story the movie is i would say almost just as good as the book so
0: have you read other books by her
1: yeah i've read all of her books but
0: which one's your favorite
1: definitely gone girl
0: oh wow okay 100 percent.
1: i read gone girl first and then went and read her other books and they were good but they just didn't really live up to the same feeling that this one gave me but all of her books have like a really interesting something going on and they're really dark and have most of them have good twists actually i would say Mm. um yeah dark places actually has a really good twist too so that would be my second favorite if you've already read Gone Girl and want to read another one. Dark Places is really good.
0: Dang. Yeah. All right. Well, that's really cool. I think that's really cool because even though maybe Gillian Flynn is like obviously such a big author. Yeah. There are still people like, I don't know, me who haven't read of them. So.
1: Yeah. Seriously. And I remember a few years ago before I read it, I was at a party and there was some girl I didn't even know. And she was like, do you like you like reading like we were just talking about books and she's like have you read Gone Girl you should read Gone Girl it's a really good book like I think it was the only book <laughs> she had read recently but she was like you should read yeah. Gone Girl and I was just like nah I probably never will like I I don't know back then I just didn't have a desire to read it and I don't know what made me end up reading it in the end but I'm really glad that I did
0: yeah I don't know I think uh, that sounds really cool and I remember and now I'm wondering if I gave it away. <laughs> but I remember I had a copy. Oh, really? I got in like a tiny library or something like yeah. that. And I'd seen it and I was like, hey, this, it's in beautiful condition. I have heard such good things, but I think I don't own it anymore. I That's think, okay. Like, I think I was you was should. Moving, hmm. yeah. uh, when I was moving, I like got rid of a lot of books. So.
1: Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, I think if you ever decide that you want to read an adult psychological thriller and you just want to read one you've got to read Gone Girl like it is it is the psychological thriller to end all psychological thrillers I like to say
0: <laughs> I think that's really cool
1: like I it's just I'm passionate it's just, about it's such book.
0: a genre I, really I know it. nothing about
1: <laughs> exactly uh, and I read almost none of them either so it's interesting that I love this one so much
0: and it doesn't that always, I always wonder after that, I'm like, okay, well, if I love this so much, why don't I read more books in this genre? And then I just don't.
1: I know, right? I read a few and they just didn't live up to it. I was like, girl on the train, eh, <laughs> it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> it's no Gone Girl, though.
0: <laughs> um, my mom read that book and she really hated it.
1: <laughs> oh, I could imagine that. I could imagine that for sure. I could also see you potentially hating it. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't really seem like your type of book, but it's, I really love it.
0: Uh, well, the next recommendation that we have is from Krista. She asks, help a sister out. I read Twilight in my early 20s and I loved it. I was aware of the issues, but I freaking loved it. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) Yeah, I love it too. I can respect this. Ever since, I've been on the hunt for my next Twilight. The only trouble is, I'm now a fully grown woman, 30, and a much more aware feminist. I'm too woke to enjoy it (laughs) sad face. I tried the All Souls trilogy, it seemed perfect, couldn't make it through the first book. The leading man was treating a brilliant historian with a PhD like she was a child who couldn't handle basic decisions about his assistance. Gag. I need a feminist-approved Twilight. Help. P.S. I've already read the Vampire Academy series. Uh, keep spreading book love, Krista. So, Krista, I got so excited when I saw this because I knew exactly what you meant. I'm, as you know, because we've talked about it so much, me and Raelian are currently rereading Twilight, mm-hmm. but back when I first read Twilight, I adored it. It, it was so much fun. Sure, I, maybe I saw problems with it. I bet you I did. Like, I, I, I was young. I was like 14 or something, so I don't really remember yeah, it was over I probably a had no idea. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm sure I probably saw red flags. But I just loved the story. It's so juicy and fun and full mm-hmm. of drama and etc. But then rereading it now, it's hard to enjoy the same amount. Yeah. Like I still love it, and I think that like the the story is really fun. But I'm also kind of like, oh my god,
1: what is happening? We make fun of it. More than we talk about things Jordan. that we like, uh,
0: yeah, for sure. Um, red, red flag so- is a big
1: joke in uh, Forks Farm. Every time we talk about something bad that's happening, we all go red flag,
0: red flag, <laughs> red flag. Exactly. So I totally get this feeling though, where you kind of you want that same amount of fun. But maybe that isn't so terribly blatantly horrible yeah, for women totally. Um, so really, you go first, what did you pick? I'm very curious.
1: Okay, so when you first told me about this one, I was like, oh my God, I have nothing. I have there's nothing that I can pick for this. But then I yeah I, I thought of a book that I actually or a series rather that I think I actually read pretty close to when I first read Twilight but mm. I should not have been reading this at that age. Okay. Um, <laughs> and that is the Partholon series by PC Cast. The first one is Divine by Mistake. So, okay.
0: So I think <laughs> I remember you talking about these
1: books oh, on really? BookTube. I probably did. Or maybe? I don't know cuz I
0: I recognize the cover but I don't know anything about it.
1: Okay. Oh my god, my my friend actually bought this for me in 2009, so like literally right around twilight time she uh she put an inscription in here for me oh my god so this is not about vampires however it has a lot of similar things to twilight that i feel like would definitely appeal to krista so this is about a woman named shannon who's just your average like 30 something woman and she goes to an antique sale one day and she touches this vase and it transports her into another world (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) and (laughs) so this world is called Parthalon and basically she shows up there and is like what the hell is going on but the funny thing is everybody thinks that she is their goddess and she's like why and they're calling her Rhiannon, like her name she has a different name there and she's like what is going on why do you all think that i'm your goddess and basically she and the goddess of this world are doppelgangers and they swapped places (laughs) so of course it's insane (laughs) it's absolutely insane but it's so much fun because she just shows up in this world and she there's like two people who are really close to her who are the only people who knew that this happened they know that she's an outsider basically and so everyone else just worships her and um the goddess lady that she swapped places with is actually like a huge bitch (laughs) and so it's really funny because (laughs) everybody treats her kind of like you know she's my goddess but i don't really like her that much but she's like i'm nice like what's why is everyone being so mean to me and um but also she is betrothed to a centaur (laughs)
0: Oh my god. <laughs> this is- just gets better and better. I, didn't think I know. It could, so it did. <laughs> yeah. So this
1: has, as you can probably tell by what I'm saying, a lot of the same elements to Twilight where it's just like, what the hell? Like, what is going on? There's like weird mythological creatures all over the place. And the main character is kind of just thrown into it. So it it has those same elements. I can't speak to how feminist this is because I don't remember. If I'm being honest, yeah. it was a long time ago. But um, I mean... The main character is like goddess of the world there's no like male um like um like what was the word i'm looking for monarchy yeah so it is kind of like feminist in that way i guess where it's like the whole world is ruled by this one woman but other than that i don't really remember also it's very erotic just so you know (laughs) (laughs) this is why i shouldn't have read it when i was in grade eight or grade nine when i read it (laughs) my friend also, bought me this it's whole very series erotic. it's very <laughs> erotic <laughs> so it's different from twilight in that way i wouldn't call twilight erotic but i feel like this is definitely like an adult version not version but like something that an adult could enjoy who enjoyed twilight so that's the end of that also it's a trilogy so you've got a few books to read and they're they're good fun i've read the whole trilogy i've been meaning to reread these for a long time actually they're Actually,
0: so- well, the book I picked, I've also been meaning to read. We should reread <laughs> um, Yeah, so, okay, it's very similar to what you said, Raylene. I read this yeah. when I was a teenager, but I don't okay. think I was, I was as young. Here, wait, it will tell me when I reviewed it. Yeah, 2014, so I would have been, like, okay. 18, I don't know math. Um, <laughs> it's not right. No, I would have been, like yeah well you 2014
1: well that was two years after graduation so whatever age you were at that time
0: yeah so i would have been 19 uh yeah sorry but <laughs> i just started to remember when i was 19 <laughs> and i went on a memory lane in my mind Uh-oh. uh wow that was a long time ago <laughs> um things have truly changed <laughs> yes um, yes yeah i actually can't believe how different I am than 19-year-old me. She had so much to explore. Uh, where will I be when I'm 29? Who knows? So, regardless, this is a book that I read back when I was a teenager. I also don't remember how feministy it is. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I read this, feeling like I wished that this series had been as popular as Twilight. Because oh. in my opinion, it is just as much fun okay but not as stupid <laughs> okay
1: i'm so interested to hear what this is
0: the book is of poseidon by ah! anna banks okay do you
1: know the book i'm talking i about? know the book i have not read it
0: <laughs> okay so i'm not surprised because it wasn't as big it, it does have like it has 44 000 ratings on goodreads so it was like a decently big mm-hmm. but Instead of, I mean, if you haven't guessed from the title, instead of vampires, this is a book about mermaids. Hell.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> As
0: someone named Ariel, I am perpetually looking for the perfect mermaid story. Totally. And I don't know if this is the perfect mermaid story. <laughs> um, Overall, it has a rating of over four stars. Oh, memories. that's surprising. Um, And I gave it five stars. I mean, I used to give a lot more books five stars, but... <laughs> Yeah. I had so much fun with this book. So basically, it is about a prince of, like, the mermaid world. And he comes to the land to try and find, um, like, this... I forget. <laughs> it's been so long. But I forget <laughs> if it was, like, there's a prophecy about her or he just, like, knows about her somehow. I don't remember. But uh, there's a woman on Earth or a girl who can, like, communicate with fish. And so he's trying to find this person. And okay. so the per- and one thing that I really liked about the book is that it's from both of their perspectives. Yes. And if you remember, we were talking about this, Raylene, with mm. Twilight. Like, it's super frustrating that all oh, of Twilight yeah. is just from Bella's dumb perspective. Yep. It's really cool that this is from Galen and Emma. They're- those are the two characters from their perspectives. <laughs> yeah. Because you have someone who's actually like, from the mermaid world and so mm-hmm. we get to hear from his perspective and all of the information he has but then we also get to hear from emma's perspective which is like ours perspective but she doesn't really know what's going on um and so looking at my review from all those years ago i uh i wrote three things that i really liked it okay why i really liked it so let's look at that number one a light-hearted sunshine good time <laughs> This book didn't try to become something deeper than it is. It's a jolly good time. There are some darker moments, and they perfectly added intensity to the plot, but it never got bogged down. It remained a fun time. Nice. Number two, the mythology. It's fascinating. Sometimes <laughs> mythologies can be too complex, too boring, and can drag a book down. It brought this book up. I was genuinely interested to learn all about it. And third, the characters. We have such a fan- fun cast here. I really enjoyed all the characters and grew to love. Grew to love them all in a different way. I really super duper recommend like, pick this
1: up. <laughs> Isn't it funny how we're different people only six years ago?
0: <laughs> um, oh man, I scrolled down to random reviews and someone's first line of their review is first book of the booktubeathon." <laughs> oh! I bet you convinced them to read it. I bet you I did. Um, so this is also uh, the first book in a trilogy. And I loved the whole trilogy. Wow. I gave the first book five stars and the the, third, the second and third books four stars each. So I didn't like them as much as the first book, but I definitely mm-hmm. didn't think they were letdowns. Really enjoyed it. I just think it's a solidly fun, weird, paranormal time. time. Yeah. And if you're looking for something like Twilight, I really recommend it. Excellent. There you go. <laughs> we did it. We made it Mermaids. through. also then a goddess
1: (laughs) i just thought of another one that's just kind of a bonus recommendation because i don't remember the plot at all um unearthly by cynthia hand did you ever read those
0: i I didn't but i remember the cover it's
1: basically twilight but with fallen angels um and there's a love triangle the book that i recommended doesn't have a love triangle which i forgot about completely but unearthly has either and
0: i think it's the better for it
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean me too my lady only needs her centaur (laughs)
0: And mine only needs her mermaid. Perfect. Um, (laughs) Well, we've gotten to the end of this episode. Thank you so much to everyone for listening in and hanging out. We're off to record our Patreon bonus podcast. uh, That is a silly old time. I always ask Raylene a weird bookish related question. Last week, I asked her uh, how she feels about book carts. And here's a little clip of how that went. Here's the main thing. I don't get where you put a book cart. No. Nope. Because, like, <laughs> I just don't understand where people are keeping them. But they show up all the time in Instagram photos. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I gotta know. Raylene, what do you think?
1: Okay. That's a good question. Because I hadn't really, for- like, I don't really have a fully formed opinion on them. But now that we're talking about it, I'm starting to get one. I feel <laughs> like... <laughs> Why not put in a plug? I don't Hell know. Hell yeah. We should um, do that more often.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that gives you a little taste of what our uh, bonus episodes are like, Um, but it's a good old time. So definitely go over there, support the podcast. We really appreciate it. And we're trying to make um, extra episodes right now, like the Animal Crossing episode to give extra entertainment during these crazy messed up times. Mm -hmm. So we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.